generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in. You are listening to another hip hop conference. Oh no, this is a house music, isn't it? Not hip hop. Uh, Keep the change podcast. Mikey's in the studio again. I'm going to call this one. Maybe we'll call it "You Are Enough." Um, make a fucking decision. Make a fucking decision. You want to call it that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and this is off the back of so many messages. Both of us get. I imagine your ones are way more than me. Yeah. Um, we just we just read two out before pressing record on this. Right, check the keep the change uh, Instagram now. I, we're trying to. We don't even really know how to unpack this or how to uh, articulate this or explain it. But I think so many people they don't realise they've got all that they need at their fingertips. They just need either the validation from someone, or they just need to fucking do something. Like just do it, as yeah. Nike would say. And the questions will be very simple. They're like they've overcomplicated something. Yep. Which is usually very simple. Like and it'll be this massive eight minute rant or this massive message about like all these things and you like you're weaving through the data of this message and the problem will be like, I need to know, should I Do I save in a fast saver or a serious saver account? Yeah, something real I'm like, fuck. If that's what you're stuck Are on Are you managing Ten point eight billion dollars, yeah. or as ten dollars? Yeah, yeah. I don't know which share I should buy. Oh my god, which is the best one? Yeah, and I think, and there's different versions of this, but I think, um, everything in life is is risk management, and I think humans are terrible at it. Yeah, <laughs> and we, in terms of being too conservative. And more, much, much more risk can be taken without any downside. Yep. In general, um, you know, like you can. I mean, I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about the girl that asked us the question about transferring into Aussie dollars. Yes. And I said, just do it. Like, how much are you playing with? Are you going to wait? Do you understand foreign exchange? And now the New Zealand dollars lost about fucking twenty percent. <laughs> and so that's what we I hope spoke she about. just. I hope she just did it like yeah. we said. <laughs> but we said on the pod, like we. When's the best time to do it? Well, we don't know because by the time this goes live, like, yeah. fuck knows. Who knows? You just don't know what's going to happen Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, yeah. And, you know, pretty much anything you're doing yourself, you need to get to 
of the way there, I yes. think. So 100% is, is knowing everything about the decision you're about to make. I think if you can get 80% of the way there and you've got a, that much of an understanding, just go. Yep. The last 20%, if it's a fuck-up, just fix the fuck-up. There's that saying, you'll you'll miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, right? Exactly. And I think, yeah. what, what I reckon it is, though, is we've done heaps of work to understand ourselves, and you forget that people aren't like that. Mm. Now, you've got to do work on yourself to understand how risk, how much risk you'll take, how you make decisions. For the Clifton Strengths Fund is an absolute beauty for this, where you can very easily do a profile test to figure out what you're naturally very good at. And sometimes when our clients get stuck, I always review their Clifton Strengths because I'm like, the answer is in here, and they can't see it. And we've had one this week where they are, they're just not making enough progress in their head fast enough, and they want everything to be happening, but it's just not quite happening yet. And they're like, oh. I want you guys to help me crack this nut. And we said, that you are the nut. Like, you you need to... Mm. They, they want to work on a big project, but they just don't have one at the moment to work on. So then they're focusing on all the small shit in their business. And we're saying to them, I said, okay, let me say, if you had 10 businesses, would you be worried about this? Oh, fuck no, I wouldn't have time to. Exactly. But because they've got heaps of time... Mm. they're focused on this real small shit instead of being like, get bigger problems. And I think I did a podcast about get bigger problems. Mm. And when I understood that concept, I was like, oh, wow, this is really empowering because you get taught that problems are really bad and are scary and stay away from them and stay safe. No. But you want to run into them. Problems are are for solving. Yes. And then you become more powerful because you're like, wow, I solved that. I figured that out. I like when I talk to my team at work and they're coming to me with things, I almost want them to reduce their sentences to only the problem. Yeah. I only want to hear about the problem so we can fix it, move on to the next one. Anything else is like, I don't even want it in my face. I don't want to hear it. And it's hard to do that because it's a little bit like non-human. Um, but I'm like, problem me, problem me. Just feed me the problem. We'll work it out. We'll fix it. We'll move on to the next thing. And it's took a while to get there. Yep. Um, and you have to have gone through lots of problems in the past, so you've got experience in dealing with them to, to get to that point. But you just have to – it comes from starting, eh? Yes. It comes from pressing the go button and and being smacked with them. Um. The easiest way to find out if you're in the wrong savings account is if you end up in the wrong savings account. Mm. And then in a year or so, you're like, fuck, better change that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you wouldn't have lost? Fuck all. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. But you've just got to make these decisions and, and get on with it because the main thing is saving, not the saving account. Yes, yeah, the, the main, habit. Yeah, it's the, it's the saving part. Like, if you're going to do it for three months really well and then go bin it on a new car that you didn't need or or some shoes or whatever, then it was pointless giving a fuck about what account it was in anyway. Yep. So just maybe flip that around and think like that a bit. Mm. Um, and yeah, go button, guys. Or which which bank should I have my emergency fund with? Like, why does it matter which bank? It doesn't. Like, yeah. But what? And so why is your brain telling you that that's something you need to solve? Um, yeah, that's not the problem. No. Like, what are you the problem is you haven't started your emergency fund yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the go button is way more important than the vehicle sometimes or, yeah. or whatever the, 
the fancy thing that's being marketed and sold to you. Like, I th- maybe a lot of it comes from marketing where you get, you know, bus stops with signs on them saying, here's our term deposit here, or here's the savings account here. This one here gives you fucking rewards points and you can buy shoes at the end of the month or some shit. Yeah. Like, it, all it all it's doing is... is some shoes you didn't need. Yeah. It's just distracting you from the vehicle, the, from the main thing you need to be doing, which is the saving. Yeah. Um, or the currency transfer or whatever it is. You just got to move it, you know? You can ask people for help, but I think peop- some people can be really guilty of asking too many people and then you're going to get all these different answers. So ask someone that you know has achieved something or done something because they're going to basically tell you how they did it and then at least you've got some actual lessons and data rather than like, oh, I might just put it on Facebook and ask 10 different people this question. Yeah, I get asked how to do a lot of things and a lot of the time I don't have the answer apart from I just started. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, <laughs> it's actually a thing, eh? Yeah. Um, and there are things that I can help and teach with, but it's not that much. I'm not smart. Mm. I don't know lots more than you. I don't know, you know, I don't have a gift or anything or, yeah. you know, I just put my foot down and go. I think there's a lot of money in teaching people that they don't know shit. And so people get stuck there and they think that they're not powerful enough to figure things out. But really, they just need to get going. And then part of your brain likes making a decision. Mm. And that can be just as empowering as doing the actual process or achieving the outcome. Ray Dalia talks about this. He said, you can know almost anything you want, but you can't know everything. Mm. It's impossible. So like, just choose, make a decision, carry on. You're never, ever going to know everything. You're never going to out-know everyone. Mm. It's impossible. It's a it's a feat you cannot achieve. Yeah. So, you know. I um so back to the Clifton Strengths Finder. So it'll cost you ninety bucks to do, I think, well US dollars as well. It's probably more expensive now, it might be a hundred Kiwi. But I'm an activator, so I want to do like everything quickly and get going and that's in my that's one of my key strengths. So I'm I'm great to get something started. But my business partner, for instance, he's a deliberator, so he needs all the data he needs to know he's like okay what's the best avenue here so some things i'll give to him and go mate you you'll be better to solve this because i'll just go you know like i'll go <laughs> just fucking get any couch yeah oh mate those couches don't actually fit in here they didn't even fit through the door oh shit didn't think of that like i just won't think of that <laughs> and you've got to get around other people that are going to be able to help you pick up your blind spot so for me i'm a with decision making i'm a like a ready fire aim. So I'll be shooting the trigger before I've even tried to see who the target is. So I'll be a huge risk in war. I'd probably take out the wrong person. Whereas <laughs> you'd be a massive risk <laughs> in yeah. war. Phil's an absolute <laughs> assassin. But the where, where he'll like he'll pop off and we talk about this often where he'll you know, he'll spot a target that's walking towards me with a gun where I'll be like, Oh, I should have yarn to this guy. Like I just have no idea. <laughs> and and he'd protect me. Now yeah, as an example, the other day I had a client say, "Hey, I'm looking at doing this. They've got they've sent us this contract, and I'm like, thanks. I'm not the best dude to yarn to about this because I'll just sign it because that's just how I roll. I'd sign it and just figure it out as I go. But I'd <laughs> yeah. miss the 16 things in there that you know Phil will be like, holy shit, did you see this? And and that's exactly what happened. Phil's like, oh, I read through that contract, and he's like, oh, you don't need to read the contract. I just sent it over for reference. Uh, my lawyer's already gone through that. I'm happy as with it." And Phil's like, oh, did you know X, Y, Z? He was like, fuck, no. <laughs> and he's like, Lloyd didn't say anything about that. He's like, yeah, well, it's in clause, whatever. He's like, holy shit, I don't know if I want to sign that. 
And yeah, fuck, I'm probably more towards what you're like. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. And I, then I just deal with it as I go. But this is a good example of actually knowing yourself and then learning more about yourself to figure out where your blind spots are or, or what you'll get let down in. And, and teaming up, whether it's business partners, uh, employees, yep. your, your own partner, yeah, spouse, whatever, teaming up with someone that can like backstop your bad points, right? Yeah. And it, then, it, then it makes you stronger. Like, I don't really, I don't know if this is true or not, but I don't really have any desire to work on my weaknesses. Yeah. I'd rather th- do the things that I'm good at and just pump those ra- and, and make those, you know, compound and grow rather than uh, try and bring my weaknesses up to the same level. I just find that so fucking boring and so hard that it's just like... Draining. Draining. So I just don't care. So I'll, I'll either like hire someone or, you know, figure out a way to get it done by paying for it or something, yeah. you know, just... But that's that's the reverse of what we get taught. We get taught at school, oh, here's your, oh, you got an A in math, but oh, you got a fucking C in science. Mate, I fucking hate science. Oh, yeah, but you still need to, you know, you, you should be doing better than that. You should be, I, I do not want to fucking turn on another Bunsen burner again in my life. <laughs> like, why do I need to be good at this? You know, it's so stupid. Yeah, But this, is. the strength stuff is, again, working on the things that you're naturally good at. And there is data to back up that if you work on the things that you're good at and your strengths, you'll be more likely to A, enjoy your work, B, be engaged in it, and C, like, be better at it, and B, like, be happier and healthier. Probably like, make a shit ton more money too. Yeah. Like, imagine living a life where you're constantly trying to get better at things that you fucking absolutely hate and you know you suck at. Like, mm. what's the point? Yeah. It, it's draining, and it's, why not just accept I'm not very good at that, I can get someone else to help with that. I think people get too caught up in that, oh, I'm not good at anything, but you are. You just haven't figured out how to understand what those things are or, like, haven't explored it and asked people, hey, you know, what do you think I'm good at? And and then just hone in on getting a bit better at that stuff. And there's too much money in trying to teach people that they're not good at things rather than being like, no, no, you're fucking powerful as. Just get after it and you're still here. You're still alive. There's a thousand reasons why you could not be but you've managed to get here into whatever point you are in your life right now. So then how do you just keep going from there and actually achieve more of what you want to achieve? Mm. Too many people, I think, are pushed down and told, like, no, 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 you can't be there, or you can't do that, or, or work on your weakness or whatever. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Simple as that, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting one you saying about getting taught the opposite at school. That was just going through my mind, and that's so true, eh? School it's, We're set up to fail in that regard. School lets you... They give you fucking six topics. Oh, here's six topics. You should learn about these. Yeah. Oh, then we'll rank you. Well, mate, I don't like any of them. At the end of school, that does seem silly, I think. I think at the start of school, it's a good idea to have literacy and math. Some basics, right? Some basics, yeah. I think you should be able to read, should be able to write reasonably okay, and to the point where people can understand it. I don't care if you don't, can't spell. Mine's pretty bad still. I'm what I'm surprised about, mate, is how many people uh bloody spelling Nazis out there, eh? Oh mate. I get told quite a lot about my spelling. I'm like, fuck, I don't care. You <laughs> you you still read it and understood it. That's what I was trying to achieve. Yeah. It's a weird one, eh? But well, I think people like to be right. Like they like to be able to tell someone, Oh, I'm more smarter than you because you spelt this wrong. There's a K 
Cunningham's theory, the fastest way to get the correct answer on the internet is to put the wrong information up. So you can <laughs> That's use quite this. a good one. <laughs> yeah, like literally. So sometimes I'd use it like a the game internet will decimate all. <laughs> yeah, so you can put up. Um, and I, I, there's no shit. There's a guy who sold sneakers, and what he'd do to get massive engagement on Facebook is that he would post the photo and be like, "So good to have these whatever trainers in." People are like, "That's not fucking those, you idiot!" Like that's a blah blah blah, and everyone's commenting, being like, and the reach just goes bang. yeah wider and wider because everyone so wants to be clever. a hero. And so he was deliberately putting the wrong calling each of the shoes the wrong thing, knowing, well, here come all the internet heroes, yeah. all the keyboard cowards. Yeah, I, I always look at social media in that lens now. Yeah. Like it's you're, you're being used, mm. and I just always try and find it. And then I started thinking that, like, governments must be doing that, but they're not. They're just shit. <laughs> well, in uh, Boys Get Paid, people will tip a horse that they think is going to win. And if someone's like, okay, so it's in race six, but they put, oh, it's in race five, mate, like, your phone does not blow up faster then, oh mate, it's actually it's race six. That horse is in race six. It's race six. Like, and but three or even, four people, even though everyone can work it out. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And four people have already commented. Oh, that just a heads up. It's race six. It's like why do five of you, <laughs> like you've read, you can see that other people have already said it's race six, but they've like, oh, I've hardwired to tell someone that they're wrong. I've got to, I've got to put my two cents in here. Yeah, but then can't make a decision. Yeah, it's a weird one, eh? Counterintuitive. So I think the. Uh, the question I always say to clients, and I, this is a really goodie to chuck into your arsenal, is what information do I need to make a decision? And whenever you get stuck with something, so it's like, oh, should I, you know, should I um, transfer this money to Australia? Well, what information do you need to make a decision? That, that's the question you need to be asking yourself, because what do you actually care about? Because for you and I, we might be like, you know what, like, I don't care, I'm just going to transfer it now, and I'm not even going to think about this, and I'm That's done with it. That's what I do, yeah, I'll be yeah. like, I need the money for an Australia when I get there next week, and I would go and decision trans- made. Yeah. yeah, but other people will be like, oh, there's something that's driving that question, so the true question for that person probably isn't, hey, when should I transfer my money to Australia, it's probably, I'm really scared that I'm not going to time it perfectly. Okay, well, what information do you need to make a decision? Well, I need to know the very best time to do it, you're never going to know that. No one's going to know that. Okay, if you knew that, so then now what are you going to do? Are you going to wait? Are you never going to do it? Or are you just going to accept, you know what, like it is what it is, and and you'll transfer it? Yeah. So if you get stuck with anything, that is the question to ask yourself, is what information do I need to be able to make this decision? That's a good one to use, and just have that as like your go-to. Um, I think... Uh, uh, a really good way to help with decision making in this stuff, and you can go back and listen to the episode, is inversion thinking. That's a goodie. Because thinking of the opposite of the the, the ultimate, like, sort of loser way to, to get something done, and then reversing it, will help you get through stuff so quickly. Yeah. And it's, uh, what would the worst choice to make here be? Not do anything? Okay, yep. let's just carry on, you know, and, and use that as a as like a baseline or the question that you just asked and it, and it just helps you just keep moving, mm. keep moving. And eventually you'll never ask yourself the questions on simple little things like that again because it becomes second nature and on autopilot and you're rolling. You tidy your brain up. Yep. Remember as well that 90% of your thoughts are the same as they were yesterday, which most people will never learn in their life. So if you're thinking about something yesterday, you're probably thinking about it the day before as well. So at some stage you have to understand Am I going to do anything about that thought? Like you can either write it down, you can decide, okay, when am I actually going to take action on this? But 
nine out of ten things you're thinking about today are the same as what they were yesterday. And eighty percent of all those thoughts as well were negative. So, oh, when should I transfer my money to Australia? Like, oh, I might lose money on it. Negative thought, same as yesterday. Mm. And you know, we're not ripping on this person that's trying to figure that out because there's obviously smart ways to go about it. And we did a, you know, we talked about that on that podcast. But at some stage, like, you've got to grasp that concept of shit. I've been thinking about this for a long time, but I haven't done anything about it. I should take some action. Then I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm. And it's so, oh, it's just such a nice feeling. Yeah. Sometimes I will write down on my to-do list like things that I'm going to do and I'm like, why am I writing this down? It's literally faster to do it and then I'll do it right then and there. Fuck, I do exactly. That's so funny you said that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like get in and I think to myself, right, I'm going to write down what I need to do today and when I get to the list, I'm like, I could have done three of these fucking things. Yeah, I'm like, Fuck. Luke, the reason you're writing this down is because you don't want to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... I, Trust I, me, people, we struggle with this too, but you just got to keep do. building on it and do it, yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. build momentum. It gets easier. It gets yeah. easier as you go. Like, And then, yeah, when you solve big problems, I think it gives you this level of confidence. You know, That's been the best thing for me about getting into business is that I just feel a completely different person because I've had to solve so many problems and have braver conversations, and it's the person that I've become through that. Mm. And I ain't going to achieve that by constantly like worrying about things or just asking myself the same thing each day or how should I get my first client like we, I'd still be there if I yeah, didn't you do yeah you do you do I know this for a fact and um, this isn't ripping on people who are employees but when you go into business and you've done it for a few years and you manage to do okay or at least keep going you develop something that you can take with you in normal life and outside of work and in that decision-making process. I remember, because my dad was self-employed and before I was self-employed, I remember watching him, how he'd handle situations and the things he would say in certain scenarios. And I'd be like, how the fuck did you come up with that like on the spot? And now, like I'm capable of it, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have it back then. I used to think, fuck, honestly, I just don't understand it. So I do think, being in business for a while gives you that um, sort of problem-solving grit that you can take with you and carry on. And, like, yeah, you just handle situations better. Yeah. Um, I think as an employee, you would get that as you moved up ranks and took on more responsibility. It would be the same type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, So, and it's, like, it becomes a life skill, like, when things happen to me now, I just, I don't even blink. Like, you know, flights changed. Oh, well. Yeah, what's cool. the point? Being yeah, really like, angry. I don't even let the stuff into my head. Yeah. Like, I used to, you know, I used to be like, fuck, now I have to talk to the hotel me. and I won't be able to check in on time and yeah. all I'll this shit. I'll be someone and tell them. Oh. I just don't give a fuck. I just be like, I'll just sort it. Yeah. You know, like, there's a there's an answer to every problem. Otherwise, mm. humanity would have collapsed by now and we wouldn't have been able to figure something out along the way. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense to worry. A good example for me that I like to think about, and I know not everyone will like this person, but Conor McGregor, and there's a saying... Everyone like, loves Conor, don't they? No. Nah, nah, you know, there's, <laughs> pe- there's the people that don't because he's too arrogant or he's too out there. Or Him like and Andrew Tate, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> anyone that gets too you know into their own way, people don't like. And there's a saying, I don't know who says it, but they're like, loud mouths will shine a reflection back at you of the things that you're insecure about. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like him is because he's threatening to them. They're like, why can he, how can he be so confident? He can he be so out there and whatnot. But 
you know, I look at his journey and in his, one of his first fights, he's like, hey, Dana, 60 Gs, baby. <laughs> and he's made 60 grand. Yeah. And he's graduated to go, like he's let that thinking go and gone, who could I become here? But he's had to make a decision to do that and then go after it. And then he's ended up going, hmm, I should maybe take on Floyd Mayweather. Mm. Floyd Mayweather, I think, made 300 million from that fight. But then he's obviously gone, hmm, I need to sell something. I've got a massive brand. Why don't I make a whiskey? And then he's, can he get his whiskey to be sponsoring the fight and stuff? And so he's actually taking action and going, I want to play the game on a different level. But to start with, he was yelling, 60 Gs, baby. Yeah. You know, like that was that was it. Yeah. And I think as you go further down any path, you realize, wow, I'm capable of so much more. But a lot of people in their life, they've probably never actually had someone to say, do you know what? Like you could go a long fucking way. And mm. I think I was lucky where I was told that a lot as a young fella and I always held that. And so I'd be like, well, surely it's just going to happen. But then I realized, oh, it doesn't just happen. And someone commented that on a post recently where if they could tell their 20-year-old self something, it would be, it's not going to just happen for you. You need to fucking make it happen. Mm. And once you come to terms with that and understand that, it's a, it's a great feeling because then you realize, ah, oh, I'm in control here. Like the world's not in control of your shit. You're in control of your own life. Yeah, I'm going to do some deep thinking on my flights and stuff, mate. And when I come back, I'm going to try and unpack for the people how to unlock your brain from uh, limiting beliefs. <laughs> oh, yeah, goody. Because like... Honestly, I, I think I mentioned in that last pod, or pod last week that we did about how, you know, what we're talking to a 20-year-old self and there was a line I crossed and it, it, I've thought about it since then a little bit. It's when you see it happen and I was like, when I when I saw like a real estate agent getting paid like 40 grand, I was like, fuck. This really like opens up your, I was like, that's my year. mm and then when you see stuff happen, it helps you unlock it. But I, I'm going to, I'm going to work out a process of how to do it. I'm going to yeah. write it all down for people, and then I'm going to, we're going to talk about it on the pod because being able to unlock that barrier that stops you from from thinking that like a hundred thousand dollars a year is possible, and then a hundred thousand dollars a quarter as possible and then $100,000 a month as possible and getting your head into that game. It seems so fucking far away. Yeah. But like if I could, if I could, if you can unlock that thing and then you're like, oh, if I do this for five years, there's a 80% probability that this will actually happen. Yes. Then things can be easier to unlock when you've got some data and things. So yeah, I'm going to work on it. It's a hard one to unpack because I don't even know how I did it to my own brain, but I'll think about it. Yeah, that's good, mate. Well, I'm keen on that one. That's um, that's just belief, I reckon. And a lot of Kiwis don't have any belief because it gets taken from us. We give it away at some stage. Like you know, I've did a video on this. You you grow up, fucking your parents tell you, you can be anything. Yeah, at some stage it stops. My my problem is is like I see these Instagram videos and YouTube videos, and it's like you got to fucking believe in yourself. And I fucking don't resonate with that shit. It's like, okay, cool. I believe in myself. I don't understand how. It, like there needs to be more unpacking of it so it can be understood for in a simpler term, like. I I struggle to hear, hear someone stand on stage and be like that. Yeah, you, you can just do gotta it. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. That's hard for me. I and I imagine it's hard for a lot of other people too. That because you're like, 
the fuck? I do believe in myself and I do the right things and I work hard and I get paid 75 fucking grand. Yeah. So you got to like, you got to break through that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll work on it and I'll come back and we'll do a fucking pot on it. It'll be mean. Mean. One, there's a video I love and it's Sam Ovens. He's a Kiwi guy. He lives in America and it's, uh, in this video, I'm going to go through why your brain is fucked. <laughs> and, I, and I watch it every six months and it's amazing. It's, uh, he's such a clean thinker. So Google Sam Ovens why your brain is fucked. It's really, really good. Yeah. And a lot of it is um, we've messed it up with just all the shit that we give it. Yeah. And you slowly like take the layers off. Like, why am I watching that? Why am I reading that? Like, I can't believe people have the fucking news apps on their phones with notifications. I, it blows my fucking mind. Even smart people. Oh. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, fucking... In New Zealand have just done a rights announcement or something like, oh, oh, the, this person's retired. I'm like, who cares? What are you doing? Why have you let a fucking... It's almost... Well, I was just about to you. say before you mentioned that, uh, that it's the brain fucking stuff has almost happened on purpose from companies that want you to be like this. Yes. Because they make a shit ton of cash out of you. And then you're like, oh, I can't figure out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're not competitive. Yeah. And when you're not competitive, who wins? The person taking the money off you. Yeah. So, I mean, this is long-term stuff and being planned out really well. Um, You've got to fight, yeah. fight back against it. Yeah, and now it's like stuck in your brain to be like that full-time and it's a barrier you can't pass. Mm. And it and it's the same reason why you can't make a decisions on your savings account. Yep. Like, it's just, you just got to roll, 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 let's go, you know? Yeah. And it, it all, once you release these things. Yeah. Hey, quick story for you that I reckon you'll love, mate, because it just goes back to that uh, piece about making heaps of cash. Met a guy on Friday having a few beers. Asked him what he was oh, doing. Oh, you, mate? Oh, no, <laughs> shocking. Yeah, is that a, uh, yeah Jesus. Um, I, I was asking what he was doing. He was telling me what he was doing. And he's like, oh, and I also own a um, share in a recruitment business. And I said, oh, really? He goes, yeah, I fucking hate recruiters, but um, I realised that they make heaps of cash, and I thought, well, if you can't beat them, join them. So I, f- I figured out a way to buy a chunk of an HR business. And I was like... Holy shit. I was like, that's quite smart. He's like, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if if they're going to be able to make that amount of coin, I wanted to be in on it, but I yeah, can't stand them and couldn't stand them. Colour of the money's all the same, mate. Yes. <laughs> and so he said to me, he's like, it's the most bizarre thing. Now I actually help and I train some of the recruiters up. And he said, I had this one come to me this week. And she said, so what sort of like money will I make here? And he said, well, I can't remember. Let's say it was like 100 grand. He said, you, sh- you should be making 100 grand within 12 months, like, even if you just do an average job. She said, will I get paid $100,000 to do this? She's like, yeah, that's kind of without really trying. And she started crying. She's just like, oh my God. Like yeah. I never thought that was even possible. And so he's planted this belief in her head. And he, she said, well, what if I like actually try quite hard? She said, well, you should be looking at 180 k And she's just like, mind blown. And he's completely changed her belief system. But he said... As an example, one of the other staff, she put placed someone in this role the other day, $36,000 paycheck for her in one week, like one day, fucking bang. One roll, closed it out, 36K. That's what she gets. That's you know? awesome, eh? And you need to get some of those stories in your head to realise, holy shit, this is possible. Yeah, we've got some cool ones happening at my work at the moment, which I'll bring out soon, not yet, but okay, nice. they're just fresh, so yep. but they're happening, and I can see them un- unpacking, which is really cool. Right, mate, I'm going to bin this podcast and do another one. I was going to say I want to go home and go to bed. 
but that's <laughs> but that's lazy. So I've got a real goodie, and I'm going to spring it on you. So I'll do that in the uh, in the next pod because I think you'll you enjoy it. I tried to make a video on this, and I didn't. I was too pussy to put it up. Oh, I like it. I like it, mate. Let's roll. Yeah. <laughs>